Welcome to another edition of Revealing the Diamond. I'm your host, Tiago Prem. This week on the show, we continue with our exploration of the Bhagavad Gita. We're going into chapter 16 today, which is called Two Paths. But just before we break it down, I want to remind you that all these episodes are available. The previous 15 chapters are available. Uh, so you can go back and listen to those. And then I also want to let you know that a lot of the t- excuse me, a lot of the text study that's going to uh, happen going forward uh, is going to happen as a sponsored program. So I do my very best to get as much free content to all of you as I can, um, but also, you know, I do this as a job. So uh, if you you love what I do, please uh, consider making a donation to the show, or paying that five bucks a month, that's all it is, uh, and you'll get access to these new episodes, and that's going to kick off in the new year, so it's only five bucks a month, it's like buying me a cup of coffee once a month. I do have students who do uh, sponsor the show um, by making a monthly donation that's a little bit more, that's also an option, if that's something that speaks to you, please do let me know. Other ways you can get involved is the satsang is going to start soon. So that's a Thursday night call at 6 p.m. Pacific, and uh, it's interactive. So we can talk about sadhana and talk about what you're working on and talk about recovery and yoga philosophy and Ayurveda and all the great things. So if you're could, uh, if you feeling the call to be a part of community, consider joining the satsang. You can do that at tattvasyoga.com. And then the very best way to get involved is to become a full-time student of the program. So uh, if you're not already a full-time student of the program, why not get in? Get into it. It's a good time to do it, you know, leading up to the holidays. Don't wait till January. Uh, get started today. And you can become a full-time student at tattvasyoga.com. Also, I'm going to start teaching in Vancouver um, on December 12th, I believe. Uh, so that's going to be Monday and Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. at Casa Copal, and then Saturday mornings a little bit earlier, 9 a.m., and still doing the thing at uh, Yoga Union in Tawasan, which has been incredible. It's a great studio. I highly recommend coming out there and hanging out, and there'll be lots of offerings in the new year. But the the very best way to do this is to become a full-time student of Tattvas, and if you can't make the tuition, all in one shot, there are payment uh, plans in place, so you can always get involved in that way. All right, let's get into it. Chapter 16 of the Bhagavad Gita, right here on Revealing the Diamond. Okay, so in this chapter, chapter 16, we start with Krishna, and he's talking about two paths, two paths in life, and uh, we'll explore those in today's episode of the show. Krishna opens up by saying, be fearless and pure, never waver in your determination. Just, uh, there we go, something was popping up on my screen, so I couldn't see. <laughs> Let's start again. Be fearless and pure. Never waver in your determination or your dedication to the spiritual life. And I've been reflecting quite a bit on that. You know, the alarm goes off, it's 3.35 in the morning, and that, you know, part of your mind says, like, oh, we don't need to do this. Um, or, like, we don't need to practice, we're already good enough, or we don't, you know, just stay in bed. Uh, or, 
just skip it today or, you know, whatever it might be. And it's, it's wild that even when you're seeing like big time results from your practice, that that part of your brain that wants comfort uh, tries to trick you into not participating in this thing that is really the source of uh, how you're making these great strides in your life. And still, you know, you can be your own enemy essentially like you can stand in your own way and and i think this is a crucial thing to look at when talking about the bhagavad gita because krishna is facing uh, people that are supposed to be his friends and he's coming up against some big struggles and i've had some of those personal struggles in my own life where you know i'm really committed to this path of recovery and i've had friends say come on just have one or just take a little bit it's all right it's all good and although I care about those people, you know, the battle here is that my dharma and my inner guide is like, absolutely no, I'm a sober person. And it requires a lot of strength. And you have to be unwavering in that. And where that strength, that willpower comes from is 335. Get up, get it done, do the things. And if you do it consistently, you start to develop a willpower that can face those uh, difficult challenges that I just described here. So, you know, if you're feeling like you could use a little boost, just get in it, get in on the Tava's yoga. That's that's the way to do it for real. You know, and or go to Mysore. You know, go to Ashtanga Yoga in your community near you. It'll give you uh, some consistency, and it'll bring you up against your edge of your comfort. Shout out to uh, First Light Yoga in Vancouver and the whole crew there for uh, helping to keep me on track. Just going to grab some water here. All right. So unwavering in your spiritual practice, give freely, be self-controlled, sincere, truthful, loving, and full of the desire to serve. Realize the truth of the wisdom teachings. Learn to be detached and take joy in renunciation or tiaga. <laughs> Do not get angry or harm those born with divine attributes. Now, it, when you hear that, you think, well, are some born with divine attributes and some not? Think about that. Because as I mentioned in last week's show, true knowledge means that you recognize that everything is Krishna. So, that, so what he's saying here essentially is do not get angry or harm anybody with me right be compassionate and gentle to all to all beings show goodwill to all beings cultivate vigor tapas you know that's what the sadhana is going to do like yeah this ain't easy come on let's go get up let's go you know, eat, eat in a way that is compassionate and healthy for your body. Yeah, of course it would be nice to just have pastries every day for breakfast. Who doesn't want to have pastries every day for breakfast? You know, but is it going to give you this kind of uh, connection to the part of you who knows who you are, that knows that you're strong, that knows that you're confident, that knows that you're beautiful, that knows that you are connected to God and that all of life is as well? And you need to be honest with yourself about that. And even in that, you know, vigor, 
you recognize that you're also being uh, patient and compassionate and even gentle. A true warrior is able to be gentle. Y'all might have heard me say this in previous episodes, but there's this great quote from uh, Joe Fraser, the great fighter, Joe Fraser. And he said something to the effect of, the most peaceful place on the planet is in a room full of fighters. And when you hear that, you think, well, what does he mean by that? Like they're fighters. And, and what he means by that is if, if you're a true fighter, a true warrior, you don't have anything to prove when you're in the presence of other fighters and warriors. The challenge is, is that if you don't believe in yourself, you think that you have to prove to everybody that you're stronger, that you're smarter, and you got to shout it from the rooftops, that's where things get dangerous. Because you don't know who you are. You're trying to sell yourself. Right? So cultivate vigor, patience, will, purity, avoid malice and pride, and then, Arjuna, you will achieve your destiny. That's what we're here for, right? That's what we're here for, living a life of dharma. Other qualities, Arjuna, make a person more and more inhuman. So these are the, the things that take you away from your humanity, from your dharma. Hypocrisy, saying one thing and doing another. You know, that was a challenge for me for years. I really wanted to be consistent in the practices, and I really talked a good talk, but, you know, what was I doing on the weekend? What was I doing when nobody was looking? You know, There's a Soja song, the band Soja, who I love. And actually, I'm going to take some time and listen to them today. Maybe I'll put a playlist up for you all. But there's a Soja song that really has a great line in it, and it's like it says something to, effect, to the effect of um, there's like a preacher who respects Sunday morning but not Saturday night. That's hypocrisy. Sunday morning, you're all pious and holy, and Saturday night, you're, you know, snorting blow and hitting on girls in the bar. It's hard, man. I know it's hard. And I know we've all been a hypocrite, and we've all lied to ourselves and to others and hurt others. And, and we have this tendency to put others on blast when we've been hurt. You know, rather than facing the problem with the person head on, we just like blast people on social media. That's hypocrisy. Face it. Head to head, face to face. That's the path of the warrior. You hurt me, and I'm here to tell you face to face. And you want to avoid me? I'm going to do everything I can to get that face to face, that heart to heart, so that we can resolve it. That is the path of the warrior. That is the path of the yogi. And, you know, if you've been a hypocrite, then just call, call yourself out. Yo, I was not walking the walk back then. I was drinking and partying and acting like a fool, and I was trying to do my practice, but I was a broken person, and I kept fucking up, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to keep saying sorry as I learn to be be better. You with me? Arrogance. That's the other part. I mean, it takes humility to do that. You think you're better than everybody else? That's an ego problem. But you know what else is an ego problem? You think everybody's better than you. 
conceit, anger. You know, I hear a lot of people use this language like, it's okay to get angry. There's a lot of people in therapy saying, you know, it's okay to get angry. Direct your anger. You know, just let loose. And I don't know. That may be true. If your goal is to be really good at therapy, then let that anger fly. But my heroes, my heroes are the sages and the wisdom keepers. And ain't one of them saying, yeah, yeah, get angry. It's fine. It's cool. Just do it. No. And maybe you need to do that for a while. Like, you know, you don't know what to do with yourself. And so you use it for a while. Okay, fair enough. But tapas is a great way to move the fire, you know. But just screaming and yelling at somebody and then saying it's okay because your therapist told you, I don't know about that. But you do you, you do you, and I'm going to stick to the path of the sages and try and work on dissolving that anger through tapas. Cruelty. Just being plain mean. Don't go there. You know, recognize the other person is you. Take care of your pets. Recognize that the cow has been your mother. You know, and I struggle, and I've, I've admitted this in the past. You know, when I was sick in Costa Rica, I didn't know what to do. At the recommendation of a naturopathic doctor, I took some bone broth. And then, you know, when I finally got better, I just ate whatever. And I started listening to voices in social media saying, like, take all these animal products and it's the true health and you're being lied to. And I hopped on board for that. And you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. That's a fad. And it's, a, it's problematic, in my personal opinion. And you know what? You know how I realized that I was wrong? I started doing sadhana again. I started training hard, getting up early, studying the scriptures, you know, dropping weight, getting stronger, more flexible, reading the scriptures, showing up to do my dharmic work. And you know what happened? Everything inside me said, yo, that is wrong. Stop eating animals. Stop eating animal products. For me. And it just dropped away. And I was like, okay, cool. Got it. Noted. Thanks. And even when I was, you know, flirting with this idea that like maybe it is good for you to eat these things, uh, you know, I still had this like, yeah, but like what if, what if the teachings are true and we really are interdependent? And what if somebody wanted to like kill and eat my child? or my parent, would I be okay with that? Just because it would make them, you know, feel good? It's not right. And I was wrong. Sorry, y'all. But it feels good to be back on that vegan life. And I ain't perfect, man. I came to this practice a broken person, and I'm just learning, just like you. Like the propaganda song says, right? I'm just as stupid as anyone, but I know my, at least I know my mistakes. And ignorance, ignorance is even worse than the cruelty part because you're just ignoring the fact that you're being cruel and harmful. At least if you're going to do it, admit it. Like, yeah, I know it's not right. This is causing harm to other beings, but. I'm going to try my best. That I can respect. But saying like, no, no, it's fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> Come on. Really? 
Really? So, you know, Krishna is leading us home here. He says, the divine qualities lead to freedom. The demonic qualities, the, the qualities of otherness. When you use the word demon or Satan in the Abraham, Abrahamic religions, we're not talking about like some evil being that's trying to uh, outside of you. We're talking about the part of your mind, the ahamkara, that tries to convince you that you are separate, that you are higher or lower than, that you are more than or less than, that you are the center of the universe. Your own individual needs and personality matter more than everyone else. That's the demonic or egoic. And there's some positive to that. You know, take care of yourself. Please take care of yourself. I'm not saying, you know, wreck yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yes, take care of your needs. Tend to your garden, of course. But be careful because there's a little part inside of you that has the potential for violence, that has the potential to harm. And if you get real good at only taking care of number one and ignoring the rest, you can find yourself living a karmic life. Just, you know, giving yourself extra problems to work through. Okay, so that's what the divine qualities are, seeing the oneness. The demonic qualities are, I'm the most important. Not you. My beliefs, my religion, my political, you know, my identity. That's a big one now. My identity is more important than the whole. Watch out. Watch your step. Okay. But do not grieve, Arjuna, because we were all born with divine attributes. Some people have divine tendencies, and it's more natural. It's more natural for some of us to be kind. It's more natural for some of us to be compassionate. It's more natural for some of us to be courageous. It's more natural for some of us to have mental clarity. And then for others, it's more natural to be selfish. It's more natural to exploit others. It's more natural. And this is all karma. Okay? And then he goes even more into describing what the demonic is. And he says that this is, you know, the people who avoid the things that they should do. I know this is good for me, but ah, fuck it. Especially at this one. Everything in moderation, including moderation. That is a slippery slope if I ever heard it. Get real with yourself. You know, I always tell people the only drug I do is coffee. And I know that if I have my coffee before I go to the shallow, and then I might have one after, and I don't go beyond that. Because I know if I go beyond that, I ain't going to feel good. And I'm... You know, I can be honest with myself. I also know that zero alcohol for me because I'm one of those people with the tendency to cause harm. So stay away from that tamasic stuff. Meat, tobacco, cannabis, you know, drugs of all kinds, fried foods. Watch out. These ones have no sense of what is good for the whole and for themselves, too. They're not listening to the inner guide. They say that there's no such thing as God or there's no such thing as an inner knower, that there's no such thing as truth, that there's no spiritual order, that morals don't matter. 
What matters is getting laid. That's a big one. What matters is chasing pleasure at any cost. What matters is chasing uh, greed, you know, material wealth at any cost. Now, don't, don't get me wrong here. Sex with love is a gift from God. Money with love is a gift from God. You with me? You know, enjoy your material life with love is a gift from God. But as soon as it's all about me so and get the F out of my way or I will exploit you, take from you, that's a distorted view. And, it, and it's, you're not listening to the inner guide. They're hypocritical, proud, arrogant. They live in delusion. They cling to deluded ideas. It's all about me. They pursue their unclean ends. Although burdened with fears, on the surface, everything's fine. Behind the scenes, anxiety, depression, addiction. Although burdened with fear that ends only in death, they still maintain with complete assurance Gratification of lust is the highest that life can offer. Be mindful of this. There's a lot of hurt people out there selling their ideas of what's going to make you well. You know, and don't take my word for it. Test it out. Your inner guide knows the answer. But remember, you take the love out of it, you take the compassion out of it, watch out. Love is at the center. Love is the guide. Tell the truth and love everybody. Bound on all sides, they scheme. They're anxious. They're driven by anger and greed. They need more, 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 more. Right? That's a hard way to live. It never ends. Sometimes we may even approach a practice like this. Give me more, more, the next, the next. And we don't pause. I mean, the beautiful thing about Shiva, like today, today is Monday when you're listening to this. And this is a moon day, which means, you know, not not full moon, new moon. We're coming up on uh, full moon on Wednesday. But Monday, moon, Monday is ruled by the moon. And, uh, you know, today is a day that is ruled by Shiva, and if you think about Shiva, you think Shiva is strong, right? Courageous, strength, courage, this force, fire. And yet, what does Shiva, you know, what is Shiva's practice? Yoga, meditation, mindfulness. It's bringing this kind of humility, this kind of deep listening to those qualities. That's very important. Because without that, the, the fire will just burn everything in sight. Okay. I think we got the point here, right? And and you if you choose to be like to be that way, to be ego, egotistical, to be violent, remember everyone has the potential to be violent. Everyone. Nobody is apart from that. There's two paths as we're talking about. And in one path, if you go that way, it's driven by the ego, there's a potential for violence, arrogance, lust, anger, envy, right? 
They abuse the presence of the Almighty One with their own bodies and the bodies of others, exploitation of animals and humans and the earth for a dollar sign. And they just keep being reborn like that, he says. You just keep getting, you keep going through school like that until you get it. You know, and if you don't get it, you're going to keep suffering. You keep going through the three uh, gates of hell, which are lust, anger, and greed. And the practice of the yogi to take the other path is to renounce these gates. That's how you escape these gates of darkness. Right? So love, patience, compassion, generosity, gratitude non-attachment and this requires effort that's how you escape these gates and work towards life's supreme goal which is true knowledge recognizing that all of life is one is interdependent interconnected that it's all the beloved and it's in that that true happiness and true success resides so let the wisdom teachings be your guide. Let them guide you in what to do. Do your practice. Surround yourself with wise ones who you can trust. Open your heart and your mind to understand the teachings. And then do your best to act in accordance with them. That is the path of liberation. That is the path of freedom. That is the path of yoga. Well, thanks everybody once again for joining in. This was a great episode. I was really feeling the open channels. Hare Krishna. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're looking for a deeper dive, consider becoming a full-time student of the Tattva's Yoga Studies program. Everything you need to know is at tattvasyoga.com. And I will see you all next Monday when we move into chapter 17, which is all about faith. I hope you have a great week. And thanks for all the love and support. May your inner guide guide you. May you be happy. May you be free. May you be strong. May you be courageous. May you be healthy. And may you be compassionate to all. Bless.